Hello, my name is Bruce Maxwell, and I have been a partner in ministry with White Oak Christian Church for 44 years. If you're following along with the White Oak Bible Reading Plan, we'll be focusing our time and attention on Luke chapter 17, verse 1, through Luke chapter 18, verse 6. Here we will be reading about a number of unique lessons that Jesus was teaching his disciples using life examples and parables. I encourage you to read through these lessons in Luke on your own and to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you from the Word. Today, I'm going to focus on Luke chapter 17, verses 1 through 4, and I will be reading from the English Standard Version, starting in verse 1. And he said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. Again, that was the 17th chapter of Luke, verses 1 through 4, from the English Standard Version. What's this passage saying? Jesus is assuring us that in life we will be tempted. However, he warns us not to be the one bringing that temptation into the lives of others. Jesus also challenges us to be a forgiving person, even if the same person needs to be forgiven multiple times in the same day. What does that passage mean then? As we live our lives here on earth, sin and temptation are all around us. We're going to face the temptation to sin. Those that follow Christ should not be the ones encouraging sinful behavior. It won't go well for those that do. Jesus uses a very strong metaphor of a millstone to emphasize the severity of leading someone into sinful behavior. And what does this tell us about our God? The second part of this passage in verses 3 and 4 tells us to treat our friends the way in which God treats us. He forgives me even when I sin repeatedly. What does this tell us about people in general? It tells us that none of us are perfect. All of us, at times, may have in negative influences on others. If someone is walking you down a bad path, tell them. If they apologize, accept and forgive. You may see someone heading down a wrong path. Tell them. If they repent and accept, forgive them. So how should I live my life based on this passage? I think I must be aware of those people in my life that I may be influencing even subtly. However, I may be influencing people of whom I am unaware. So how is my walk? Is it sinless? Nope. Is it repentant? Hopefully. Am I willing to accept criticism of my actions or words without rationalizing or getting defensive? Maybe sometimes. I must repent to God 
apologize to those I have wronged and forgive those that have sought my forgiveness. I'm going to be very busy with the first two and I pray that I recognize the last one when it comes into my life. Today, I would like you to spend some time thinking about two groups of people, those you influence and those that influence you. Later in the 17th chapter, Jesus tells the story of 10 healed lepers. Only one returns to worship Jesus, thankful for his healing. Is our influence to those around us clearly one of gratitude towards God for his forgiveness? Are we walking down a good path? Are those that are influencing me, helping me walk down a good path, a godly path, growing me into a disciple? Consider these two questions today as you study Luke 17.1 through Luke 18.6. God bless you.